Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. Missing today is Scott, but filling in is the man that's always behind the computer, Joe. Joe, how's it going, man? Hello. Oh, man, this is going to be a fun show with all your, your dynamite drop-ins constantly kicking in there. Yeah, I'll try me better. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. How are you? Look at you going radio voice too, man. I've got a deep one. <laughs> You go straight up radio voice. I dig it. Uh, we've got an awesome show for you tonight. Uh, Scott is missing. I am convinced that it is because he is completely embarrassed about his uh, Warriors pick going down the drain. Oh, definitely. He is. He just was Warriors, 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 and I was like, hedge those bets. Hedge those bets, there, buddy. I, I don't know. He tried to. He tried to come in. No, no, no. Warriors in seven. Warriors in seven. And then, Warriors in eight. Yeah. No, oh, oh, run out of games there. Uh, so he he says he's on vacation, uh, but we think he is just upset somewhere, really uh, sad that that his pick went down the drain. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but we got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to get into some NBA draft. Joe and I, Joe, our NBA expert on the show, he's going to break down some of this free agency nonsense that's going on in the NBA. We're going to make picks. I I'm I think we should start putting money down on where these guys are going, and you and I will tell people where these guys are going to end up. Sounds good to me. Perfect. Uh, awesome stories coming up in Upper Deck, too. This is a fantastic week for Upper Deck. It was Upper a Deck. great week. <laughs> Such the best week ever that we've never had one. And it's just crazy that Scott's not here. I mean, it's just karma. <laughs> it was fantastic when Scott texted earlier. It was like, the Rays in Montreal, of course this is the week that I'm not here. Of course. You guys actually <laughs> want to talk about baseball. <laughs> well, let's get right into that, Joe. Why don't you uh, tell the people what the Would You Rather question for today is? Uh, the would you rather question? Do you remember it? Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. So it's, would you rather your team spend half its time near you and then half its time away? So you get it for a little bit, you get the team for a little bit, or would you just rather say, just leave completely, go away. We don't want, just leave. Now I know you normally bow out of these and you, and you just go with the vote, but Scott's not here tonight. You've got to give some input. So where do you let now you're a Cleveland fan too. So you exactly. went through a team bailing on you. Exactly. So would you have rather the Browns just stayed and played half their games in Cleveland? That's, and- that's the thing. I don't know. I'm still undecided at this point because I've had them leave and I've had them leave, but then they came back, you know, a little bit later and it's just, I don't know. Like if I'd rather them be there for a little bit and then have another destination be like, Oh, Hey, let's have a Cleveland or let's have a Tampa Bay day in Montreal for the second half where, Tickets are half price if you fly from Tampa Bay or <laughs> you something. If you, if you show your boarding pass, you get a half price ticket to Montreal to a mo- and be like, 
That's you know, nice little nice little vacation, <laughs> second half of the year. You know they would only do that for like Tuesday night games though. Well, it yeah. wouldn't you they wouldn't do it for like a weekend series. No, it's like, no, nah, I can do that. Nah, you go there for the Friday, you get the Friday night fireworks, half price, dollar dollar beer, dollar hot dogs. You'd get the whole shebang. They'd Hopefully. I dig that. I dig that plan, but they're not going to do that Probably because not. the whole purpose is but see, we don't make enough money in our own park. The Tampa Bay tried to give away like $5 tickets and couldn't sell out of them. So yeah. you can't do but that. See, that's like, the thing with Cleveland. It's like, yeah, we'll take the be- we'll take the beginning half. In- if you're thinking football, the Browns. Yeah, we'll take the beginning half in Cleveland. And then when it starts to snow real bad, sure, we'll go play half our games in Texas okay. or in Tampa. That's what's crazy about this whole plan, though, is they were talking about the beginning of the season being in Tampa and then the second half of the season in Montreal. So as it gets colder, September, we're playing in Montreal instead of down in Florida. Well, would you rather play in Montreal in February and March? Mm, That's a good point. Let's just not play in Montreal. How about that? Like, let's just stay in Tampa Bay. No, that was part of their, that was part of the reasoning was they were like, this will save costs because we don't need a dome. So it's tough. It's tough decision. I mean, are you one foot in, one foot out or you got, no, I'm saying just get out. That's my choice on this one. I would rather my team just leave, just pull off the band aid because clearly you're testing the water anyways. Right. So it's like, don't drag me like string me along on this one just get it over with leave i don't care whatever be gone and and we're done with it does it matter that it's kind of in the same area or like what if they're london Mm. like half the games here and half the games in london where it's like eh, they're still not that's like a whole different like side of the right well and that's like a whole different time zone at least montreal and and tampa bay same time zone so you can still watch the games at the same time but like yeah having to wake up early to watch your team play would i'd be i'd be like just move them i'm done with this team i'm out just leave (laughs) go we'll talk you hurt me (laughs) we'll talk a little bit more about tampa bay and montreal later uh matt ball uh matt bar came in with a, a text to me right before we went on air and he brought up an amazing point that I didn't even think about. So I want to get into that later on once we get through Upper Deck. Okay. Uh, but get those votes in. Would you rather? It's available on our Facebook page and on our Twitter at Craft B Sports. Uh, if you guys want to text into the show, if you're not on the Facebook Live, if you're listening to us on 12 Ounce Sports Radio, shout out 12 Ounce, uh, you can hit us up on the drunk line via text 44037 drunk. Text in with any of your crazy thoughts on this ridiculous situation. Uh, we're going to get into this NBA draft. Joe is so distracted by the draft right now. I love it. I'm not that distracted. I'm more distracted by having to hit four different things and having to talk to you. It's not easy, right? Everybody I, makes I fun of me when it's, when you're gone and it, and I'm like messing things up and like three hours, you know, three hours later, I'm like, by the way, I didn't hit record. That's yeah, my yeah, bad. I didn't do any of this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just haven't told you yet. Did you hit record? I uh, just, they just, you know, on 12 ounce might've just heard you say, Hey, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> they've been here. They've been listening from the start. All right. Well, let's pump up this music a little bit and let's get into the beer of the week. First pour as always brought to you by dugout mugs. Look, everybody, we drink dugout mugs. We drink from them every single week. Uh, they are the, the greatest things to drink beer out of beer out of a baseball bat. It doesn't get better for, uh, better than that. We got the hookup for you. Go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft, get 10% off your entire order. That's it. No need to use a code. Just use the link 10% off added directly to your order that's right this week's beer was one that joe picked out this was one that uh, you were cruising around and, and saw this one and were like yoink yeah you know it's a good good summer beer it's not as hobby it's a blood orange ipa so you get a little bit of the summer tastings um 
hopefully it's uh don't it's not lie bad. don't lie it was the brewery name that drew you in right yeah, tommy, tommy knocker, knocker. That's, a, that's a fantastic brewery name tommy Knocker. like if i'm right? if i'm walking down an island i see tommy knocker brewing i'm absolutely picking up that it was, beer just it was the try. name and the can and it was just like it's a good you know it's, it's just, a really good mm, can design yeah they got the whole wrap they just didn't do like a little slap on they did right? like the whole plastic wrap type deal fantastic artwork too i, I like this uh the artwork on this one uh beer flavor pretty solid so six uh, percent abv they say there's a lot of orange aromas very low hot bitterness like you were talking about there's a good malt balance in this one uh, and then they say that it's infused with orange peel uh, at the end of the brew process 3.78 caps on untapped so pretty good rating not yeah not decent. terrible not great we've had higher rated we've also really consumed some lower rated ones yeah, too Natterdays. <laughs> don't talk bad about Natterdays. i can't be the only one here if you're gonna talk bad about Natterdays, then i'm gonna talk bad uh about dh all right can we call a truce then i mean i've heard it from you forever <laughs> you're just wrong and stuck in your old man ways <laughs> it is kind of old man of me to just be like no they, dh they, they should play they're there they should just do it themselves oh you just don't get the strategy involved oh yeah like the nuances of baseball with the pitcher <laughs> nah, dingers uh thank you matt bar matt bar saying natterdays are life you damn right matt bar bill sexton chiming in uh saying no one cares i don't know what he's talking about there but Rude. fair enough bill uh Rude. anyways Initial thoughts on this beer. Did you get a sip in yet? I, I took the first sip, and um, it's okay. Not a lot of orange flavor, right? Nah. It's not a lot of orange flavor at all. Um, uh, we'll see. We will see how this one holds up. <laughs> and at 6%, there's not much to redeem it, where it's like, well, at least it got me hammered. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I didn't look at the bottom of them to see if there was a timestamp from when they were supposed to be goodbye, but I know it's beer. Beer should stay good for forever. <laughs> That's that's not the science behind that oh, at all. Oh, my bad. <laughs> we will see how this one holds up. Blood Orange IPA from Tommy Knocker Brewery in Idaho Springs, Colorado. Uh, Joe, let's get into Upper Deck. And I love when you do Upper Deck with me, by the way. Oh, yeah? It's a lot of fun when you're doing Upper Deck. Is this is the music super low for you, too, or is that just my headphones? Uh, no. I, I, did, I had down to change the music. Mm, okay. You know, I cool, had the cool, Consumer cool, Decanon cool. one. Cool, cool, cool. I got you. You know. you know, the same beat that just changes yeah, ever just, so slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Your tempo that you chose, <laughs> one's quicker. <laughs> one's got a little more bass. Uh, go ahead and tell the people about Minute Man Tickets, Joe. Uh, upper Deck is brought to you by Minute Man Tickets. We love Minute Man they're Ohio guys. They are sports fans, and they won't screw you over like other ticketing places. Did you know that? <laughs> I did know that. Oh, cool. <laughs> no matter what you're looking for, football, baseball, hockey, theater, rib cook-offs, Minuteman has it all. Hit them up, MinutemanTickets.com, or call them at 614-943-3000 and avoid all of the fees. Tell them you heard about us, and uh, they'll give you a nice little hookup. <laughs> Joe, nailed that read, bro. Uh, Tank, by the way, saying you're living the dream right now, and this might lead to you killing Scott uh, and take the throne. So we might have a little situation yeah. on our hands here. I mean, obviously, this show's running way better than when I wasn't here. So. <laughs> well, I mean, that's well, a given. Well, that's a so. given because uh, I'm not behind that. Matt says you're Electric City tonight, so keep bringing this heat. The Electric uh, City. And Bill says no one. He's saying he didn't care that uh, no one cares that Scott's not around. That's what he was referring to. Uh, cold. 
Cold, Bill. That's super cold. Burr. <laughs> All right, Joe. Let's get into Upper Deck. All right. So first story, uh, Zion earlier tonight went to New Orleans. Big, big shockers, right? I, I mean, I was surprised by that pick. Right? Who would have guessed Zion to New Orleans? You know, whatever. Number Uh, one overall, right? Number one overall. I mean, that's... They took the whole five minutes to announce the pick. So, obviously... That is so frustrating. That's super frustrating (laughs) when teams do that. (laughs) But, uh, so everyone in the Big Easy has Zion fever, including Louisiana businesses. And one of the most famous businesses is unveiling a new menu inspired by Zion. Starting today... In the Popeyes on Canal Street in New Orleans, fans can pick up the Wingspan box, which <laughs> is a six Good foot day. ten or six ten long box filled with seventy seven boneless wings, eleven biscuits, and eleven servings of fries for seventy five bucks. That's a lot of Popeyes right That's there. A lot of Popeyes. That's seventy seven wings, like almost a seven foot long box. Oh, it's not enough biscuits though. Only right. That's biscuits. what I was thinking. Eleven biscuits for. I mean. You're getting seven wings, a biscuit, and an order of fries for seven of your friends or yeah. eleven of your friends. Ah, this isn't this yeah. isn't a good deal. No, you get one biscuit, yeah, seven wings, and I think a. Fries. How many Popeyes biscuits can you eat without drinking any water before you feel like you're gonna die? I don't know. I've tried it. You've never tried it? No. How have you not tried eating Popeyes biscuits dry? I- I don't know. I've never heard that was a thing that you <laughs> You've never try. heard that? Oh, my God, dude. It is, it's like the cinnamon challenge that, that went around the internet. Just dry Popeye biscuits uh, nah. and see how long you can go before you want to kill yourself. No, nah, never, never heard that challenge. All right. Well, that's super weird, man. Um, anyway, so would you and, and 11 friends hop in on this wingspan box? Uh, 75 bucks? Mm, eh, probably not. It's less than eight bucks each. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> not worth it would you get it and just like like i would probably get it and just like just to say you got it and then give away most of it just like just throw it like the beads yeah on yeah, yeah, yeah. Just throw like, here's, chicken here's boneless chicken wings Who wants a biscuit? <laughs> feed the feed the birds the wingspan box uh man crazy idea i love when when companies have ridiculous marketing right, just ideas go like for this. it just go for it if your companies why not well, and, and it's a limited time menu offer. Like, you're not out anything. If nobody buys it, all right, cool. What, it, nothing yeah. happened. Wow, I made like 10 boxes. We just, we just oh, had a, darn. Right. <laughs> and we had a bunch of wings that we're, we usually throw away anyways. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, big story on Twitter this week. Big story. OJ on Twitter. Juice is What loose. everybody has been waiting for. Everybody has wanted OJ on Twitter for some reason. And here he is. 70-plus-year-old OJ tweeting out videos. One of the first videos I saw, he just rambled like an old man and talked about how the story of him breaking Chris Kardashian in half was not true, right. which was so disappointing to me. Like, how are you going to come out and that's the first thing you say? is like Because that was Ugh. the most recent thing that popped up in pop culture with him. Yeah, but uh, so he had to lead up that to that. Lead up to nah. that. Don't don't jump right in and be, especially if it's it, you lead off with that. If you're confirming that that it's true, that's your bombshell. Like, hey, come follow me. I did break her in half. What up? And then everybody's like, dude, I gotta follow OJ. He's gonna admit to some crazy stuff. You're following him no matter what. As soon as I it did popped not follow up, him. you didn't follow him yet. No, bro. 
have, have you watched the videos? From well, yeah, I watched oh, the videos. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, gave him, I gave him the plays, but I'm not giving him a follow. But you're not giving it to him, <laughs> right? Exactly. You're I'm, giving it to like yeah, Barcelona. Like, exactly. Retweets <laughs> the retweets. That's yeah. where I'm living when it comes to OJ. Uh, but apparently, OJ, even though he hasn't quite figured out Twitter, he did figure out how to use DMs. Supposedly, uh, this story went viral this week. There was a parody OJ account at Killer OJ Simpson. Solid uh, handle right there. Yep, yep. Uh, who posted a tweet with a video that supposedly shows an exchange with OJ's new at the real OJ32 account. The messages start with OJ telling the guy to delete his account or he's going to get his lawyers involved. The guy responds with, quote, or what? You'll stab me too? And ends the message with, welcome to Twitter, bruh, which is a great way to, to end that. <laughs> right? Like, like, did nobody tell him that... Social media is a cesspool hey, OJ. for hate hey, and OJ. trolls. People don't like you a whole lot. Maybe you shouldn't go out on Twitter. Like, it's literally just trolls <laughs> getting you to come at them be- to get under your skin. And you lead off your first video with, I'm going after the trolls to set everything straight. They're like, licking their lips. Bring it on, bro. <laughs> Please, OJ. Please. Well, OJ responded back after that message with a not-so-subtle threat that said... Quote, like I said, delete this parody account, as you call it, or face serious consequences by me. I'll find your ass one way or another, so don't mess with me. I got nothing to lose. Grow up. And then sent a knife emoji. Oh, did we mention the day? What what happened on that day a while ago when he first joined Twitter? Yeah, that's right. It was the anniversary of the chase, oh, right? We didn't mention oh, that. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Totally. Oh, we definitely <laughs> forgot that he joined Twitter, the, the anniversary of some things that may or may not have happened that he was proven innocent about. <laughs> yeah, totally on the anniversary and was like, by the way, I didn't Sub bang Twitter. Chris Kardashian. <laughs> Bring it on, trolls. Uh, but if you're O.J. Simpson, you would think you would stay away from the knife emoji. I wouldn't even send it to my friends like as a right? joke. No. I'd be like, no, I don't. No, no, no. If, no. if I got away with killing two people by from slashing their throats, I, I would never talk about it ever. I wouldn't butter peanut butter and jelly. I'd be like, can mm. you do this for me? Because I can't oh. touch that. Gloves. Never <laughs> buying gloves. gloves. <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. I don't own gloves. <laughs> None of these gloves fit, so I don't even wear them. I, I, use, just, a, I, I use a spoon <laughs> if I need to cut something. <laughs> oh, man, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, OJ, what a wackadoodle, man. And then he, I guess he like doubled down even later and like sent multiple knife emojis. Like He's going, he's ham going on to And he's going to kill somebody again. He might. You never know. <laughs> going from one old person in sports history to another... Ex-MLB star Lenny Dykstra spent nine hours one day dumpster diving outside of a Jersey Mike's with his friend, uh, a tag team wrestler, goes by the name of Sprinkles, (laughs) the clown. clown. (laughs) Sprinkles, the clown. Those two (laughs) spent nine hours dumpster diving because Lenny had accidentally thrown out his dentures. That's right. He threw out his dentures. But what's important is they were specially made from bone marrow and valued at $80,000. That is absolutely ridiculous. That's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is Lenny Dexter is Dexter just nuts that First off, you go to Jersey Mike's, so are you eating a sandwich without your dentures? Is that how they get out your mouth in the first place? Maybe they accidentally they, throw them away. Maybe he bit and they came out with the bite. Maybe he didn't have good grip and it just like he bit and it came out and he didn't realize it and just threw away the sandwich. You don't realize that you take your teeth out? No, man. 
Didn't even notice. Okay. He was just like, what's up, Sprinkles the Clown? Oh, where are my teeth? What oh. happened? Oh, I threw them away. Yeah. Oh. If you're crazy enough to pay $80,000 for dentures, you're crazy enough to not realize they're not in your mouth. But then you go dumpster diving. <laughs> so which brings up the question, how much has to be spent on something to where you're like, that's irreplaceable? 20 bucks. I'm dumpster diving for a $20 item. So let's say, let's say you've got this... Uh, I don't know, just some card or something like that, and you accidentally throw it away. A card? Like a baseball card or something that you just have in your wallet, and it like falls out your pocket. Wait a second. Hang on. Hang on. Back up a second. Before you continue on with your thing. Or your ring. You dumpster you... diving for your ring. Hell yeah, that, but that's just like saving my marriage, because my wife would come, well, why was your ring off? Would you do taking that? What were, where were you really at? Oh, yeah. Jersey Mike's? Sure. What's that code Eating that for? sloppy sandwich, <laughs> and you just didn't want to get it dirty, so then you wrapped it up. So let's say you got your ring, right? You take you take it off. You're eating a meatball sub, and it's getting everywhere, and you, don't, you take the ring off to set it aside so it doesn't get all dirty, and then you just... I just you know, pitch it. And then it just gets you wrap it up in the in the wrapping, yeah. and you just don't you just swipe everything off with the napkins and the table, and you're and just, gone. Boom. Me and Sprinkles are dumpster diving. You're dumpster for that. diving for that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. First of all, how long was this gone that he had to go in the dumpster? Like he didn't realize his dentures were missing and couldn't go right back to the trash can that's in the restaurant. What is this story? Has so many holes in it, and I'm I can't wrap my head around what was going on. This is absolutely crazy on Lenny Dykstra's part. Um, I didn't realize Lenny Dykstra was old enough to need dentures. That's what hit hard. I remember like, I liked Lenny Dykstra. Did he play for the Mets? I think so. Was he with Daryl Strawberry? Mm, maybe. They got in some weird stuff together to where he lost his teeth doing some things. That's, good. Uh, that's, that's it. There it is right there. Uh <laughs> Okay, makes sense. All right, let's go from uh, old dudes in MLB to old dudes in the NFL um, and more old dudes on social media. Brett Favre, uh, old gray pubes himself, posted a picture to Instagram of a young Brett Favre being interviewed after winning the Super Bowl with the caption, quote, a true champion sticks to his or her calling. I will be coming out of retirement and making my return to play in the NFL for the 2020 season. Stay tuned for more hashtag news. And everybody lost their minds. For a good hour, everybody in the world thought Brett Favre was actually coming back. Heck yeah. Did you believe it when you saw the post? I wanted to. I wanted to so bad because I wouldn't put it past him. But then I'm like... Dude, if you look Maybe. at his Instagram feed, it's all like pictures of his him with his grandkids. Yeah, and then he's like, going to be like, well, the old gunslinger coming back like, out. Have you seen those like Levi and Coppertone commercials? <laughs> like, dude's still slinging it. Being mobile agile. <laughs> I do not, not believe that's the case. I don't think that's the... It's, uh, it, it is my trick by the marketing. Magic, yeah, the magic of TV uh, on Copper, that one. Coppertone can't really do all the stuff that it says. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Bill says Jersey Mike's is garbage. I totally believe Dykstra threw the sandwich away. Uh, yeah, as do we. Matt Barr says lots of drugs are out of those teeth. Yep, absolutely. We figured. Yep. Top fan Robert Taylor. We don't need far from the NFL. We have Mahomes, and there it is. Not not too long into the broadcast, Robert Taylor already um, on the Mahomes train. Yep, just just riding that D right there. Right? <laughs> Anyways, Favre said he was hacked. His Instagram was hacked. He didn't post that. Somebody else did. If you're going to hack Brett Favre's Instagram, is that the picture and the caption you're posting? Like, that's a terrible gag. No. That's absolutely horrible. That had to be, like, one of his grandkids, like, 
I'm going to do this on grandpa's phone. Ha, ha, ha. Not like some cyber hacker that, <laughs> right, right, that yeah. just went after Brett. That had been like a kid like, oh, here, I'll show you how Instagram works. Gotcha. Uh, there you go. Brett Favre not coming back to the NFL. If he came back, who would sign him? Cause Jets. You, yeah, Jets. yeah, it's a good pick. The Giants might take him. Giants. <laughs> the Jets are like, we already had him. He'd go to the Giants. Jaguars. Mm. Would you take him on? Well, no, you got Baker. No, I got Baker. Uh, mm, I might take him over Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> I, might, I might take Brett Favre over Dalton at this point. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'd love to see him, but not on my team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a good point. Another, another person in his older ages rocking this, but this guy's actually rocking Twitter. Okay, so basically, Tonight Show is old dudes in social media. I mean, we got two old white guys here. We can talk about you know. Um, but so Phil Mickelson is on Twitter as well, and he decided to tell a story about a memorial tournament that happened a while ago, um, where it. Got no rain delay, and they had to cancel for a little bit, and then they came out. And Mickelson was on a hole, and it was later in the round, or later in the day. So uh, what it looked like is they were trying to change the holes for tomorrow's hole positioning. Yeah. And so he's in the middle of the green. He's about to go, or middle of the fairway, going up to the green. And he sees this guy starting to make a new Getting hole. Getting the old, Getting the the old, old, the old twister yeah. out. And he walks up to the, he's yelling at the guy, hey. I'm still playing. Stop making a new hole. Stop making a new hole. Stop making and right because the play was suspended. Like right. he has to finish, he where, has the to finish where the whole was. location was. And so finally, he like ran up to the guy, and he said, "Hey, stop doing this. I need to play to the other hole." And the groundskeeper looked at him and said, "Somebody took a dump in the old <laughs> hole. I need to make a new hole for you to go into." He looked at the guy. And he said, okay, do your job and walk back to his hole. Like he hounded the guy for a good couple minutes. Like, stop what you're doing. I need to play. And then he just, the groundskeeper said, yeah, somebody took a dump in the old hole and I need to make a new one. He said, okay, The only thing. thing that would have made that better is if afterwards Phil Mickelson signed his card and the PGA officials were like, by the way, a penalty because you hit at the hit wrong the hole other, location. Yeah. Yeah. Like, first off. But somebody's shit in that one. What am I? Ah, uh, yep, I did it. I did it. I'm sorry. I was, I'm sorry. I was in, I was in the we're, mode there. Right, we're just going to move on here because you just had to do that. We'll get it later. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. All right. Last story of Upper Deck. Uh, that was literally, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. That's why I you censored. I know. You censored yourself. I was just so into that well, story. It's because that you read it how you wrote it and you wrote the word in there like you always do. <laughs> you and Scott always write the Well, in the, fairness, Phil Mickelson did say, yeah. the, the groundskeeper said, somebody shit in the hole. Yeah. So it, it that's not me. That's Phil. Blame Phil Mickelson. And his, I'll, blame, his, I'll blame you. Okay. I'm never blaming him. <laughs> That's fair enough. Last story of Upper Deck. Uh, we uh, here in, in Cincinnati, just across the river, Florence Freedom is an independent baseball team. Um, they actually have some pretty cool promotions. Back in 2012, they ran the uh, Lene Kakua bobblehead night when Manti Teo was catfished, where they just gave away an empty box to everybody that came into the stadium. Yep. Cold, very cold on that Super one. Super rude. They also did a uh, <laughs> Scott. I can read this comment from Scott. He said, eat a sack of dicks, you haters. Uh, I think that one goes out directly to Bill. Uh, they directly have, to everybody. They have awoken, awoken the giant at this point because Scott is now... Chiming in on the live feed. Um, 
Anyways, Florence Freedom, so they had this this promotion this weekend for Father's Day where they wore dad bod jerseys. And yep. and the jerseys, if you haven't seen them, uh, you can just search for it. It's hysterical. It's old man, like pasty skin, hair everywhere with a Florence Freedom tramp stamp. Uh, oh yeah, which was that was a little little much on that. It, one. it was funny. The the my favorite part was the numbers were like tribal tattoo design. Yeah. They, they were the tribal <laughs> they were the tribal symbols for the numbers <laughs> on like tattooed onto the backs. Basically, <laughs> it was great. It was the weirdest jersey to look at because they were they looked so hyper realistic that I couldn't I like I couldn't take my eyes off. I'm like this is too bizarre of yeah. a of a jersey. The, you, and every time there's always like special jerseys, they always raffle them off afterwards. I don't know if they raffled those off. Nah. If they did, would you buy that? No. Nope. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not buying a dad bod. No. I would way. just take my shirt off. I'm not like they had to burn that, right? <laughs> those had to be burned or like saved for next year. <laughs> and the rosters next year, you can only wear those. You can only be that number for rosters next year. I don't care how good you are. You don't get to pick your number. You get this number. No, we don't have a 13. (laughs) Today, you're 14. (laughs) This has been Upper Deck, brought to you, as always, by Miniman Tickets and by Dad Bods. Uh, Scott is fired up right now in the comment section. Uh, He said that the most egregious thing is me sitting in his chair. That's what he is mostly upset about, is me sitting in his chair during all of this. Well, just worked out. I mean, you know. I could have been sitting there and you could have been running the board, but you know, we decided to keep it as is to get the, to get this, you know, in the right. background. It's all and, about, uh, yeah, it's all about the camera angles, bro. Yeah, it has yeah. nothing to do with who's sitting where. It's all camera we, angles. We swear we're not trying to replace you. <laughs> <coughs> Maybe. Robert Taylor says I look better in the seat. I mean, the fair light's, enough. The light is not shining off your dome. I know. I you like know? this. I'm excited for the move to the new studio because uh, I can't think, wait to unveil that to everybody. Yeah, I think that will help with my shininess during yeah. most of the videos because it gets it gets a little bright on the on the top of the old. It also there. doesn't help that you wear red shirts like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just to go with my red face. Well, yeah, but you want to go. You don't want to like comp- to make it bring it out more. You know. I mean, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, Scott says this is a uh, blacks only chair or half blacks only chair. <laughs> <laughs> Scott cracking me up from uh, from the comment section. He's not even here, and I'm already doing the mic laugh from random stuff that he's saying. Uh, I just wish that we could talk to him tonight. That's that's all I'm hoping for is that we could get a hold of Scott or something. I just wish he was here because there's like this week, no joke. He was so upset that he was like, I, I can't believe I'm not here for this show with all of this crazy shit going on, um, and. And he's gone. Scott uh, on vacation. I wonder if he's going to pull a U and just be gone for multiple weeks in a row. You never know. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea. Oh, wait, what's what's that sound? What's it? Hello? You sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty K, Mr. Yeah, underscore himself. You, you jerks. You don't, you don't like me sitting in the seat, huh? I it just, I don't like the look, that's all. <laughs> you, you you said it's less shiny, but I still see I still see plenty of shine coming off that way. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm bald, so that's gonna happen. <laughs> How's vacation treating you, man? Uh, it's good. 
I escaped long enough to be able to do this, and uh, my wife thought that I was only going to call in for five minutes, and luckily she doesn't listen to the show, so I can talk as much as I want, <laughs> and she's like, oh, when Mike goes on vacation, he doesn't you know, call in, and I'm like, when Mike goes on vacation, we don't do the show, so complete different story, <laughs> so I can talk as much shit as I want and don't have to worry about it, but we've got to hurry, because I have a feeling my kids are going to ruin everything, so let's keep this thing moving. I kind of hope they do. All right, let's get into uh, So your thoughts on the would you rather question, first off, would you rather your team... Stick around, play half their games in your city, half their games in another country, or would you rather uh, they just leave altogether? <laughs> Dear God, th- this was ridiculous because uh, even if my team staying in America. Uh oh, Scott, we're losing you, man. You're breaking up really bad, bud. We lost him. He's gone? He's gone. He's gone. Just like the team that he was going to support, uh, he, you know he's going to say they gone. Uh, let's try to get him back. Let's see if he calls back. Um, Matt Barr brought up a fantastic point right before we got on the air uh, that that I I didn't even consider, especially with them going with Tampa Bay wanting to go to Montreal. He was like, "How did the taxes work out? Like, did they pay U.S. and Canadian taxes? Like, do you have to split your? You only pay taxes on half your season, and then well, the other just, half goes just to- like uh, so. Before the job I have now, I traveled and I spent some time in. Kentucky I'd had I had to play I had to like mark down the hours that I was in Kentucky because I worked in Kentucky that day it's like if you work like a uh, route or something like that like UPS drivers sometimes they have to so you got to pay state taxes to the you'll have you have to pay for like times that you're in in areas so I never I never even considered that I mean they're supposed to I mean Mm. if they're that big and they spend half the time and it's not just like you know, 10 minutes or whatever, they'll definitely be keeping track. But you have to get, like, two places, too. Like, you'll have to get right. a place in Tampa and a place in... Well, that's... Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what's what What are the players going to do with their families? Like, it's hard enough that you're traveling for 81 games out of the year, but now you're traveling for, what, is, uh, 112, right? Is basically, that 100 and- you basically don't have a home field if you want to think about it. Right. You're You have a home field for, like, 40 games. That's bananas to me i think scott's back on the line scott you back yeah i'm back uh basically what i was gonna say is it's ridiculous if you try to have uh games in the same country in a different city it's even more ridiculous if you try to have games in another country but tell me oh yeah these are still home games and in a city that already failed baseball you're trying to go from a city that can't hold it to another one that couldn't uh, establish it before? No way. <laughs> That's, that is the, a fantastic point. Montreal, like, they failed completely when they had the Expos, and Tampa Bay is doing their best to drive the Rays out of oh, Tampa yeah. Bay. Nope. They can't give away $5 tickets. Tropicana. And the team is good. Like, they're not a bad team this year. Are they? And Yeah, they're in second place in the division. They're actually a, in... Longoria still playing? I don't know. I don't know who's on now, that Longoria's team. has been in San Francisco for two seasons. Uh, I don't know anybody. Jesus I don't know anybody who's on the roster. Me neither. It's AL team. I don't give a shit about the AL. Only person I knew was Longoria. That's it. For God's sakes, guys. The worst. Scott, this is why you can never leave. Because we're just going to... Next time, I'll just make it up and be like, yeah, Longoria's there. He's killing it this year. Duh. They they had the AL Cy Young Award winner a year ago. What the hell? Who was that? Who was that? 
Is that that Snell I dude? I can't remember his name, but he won the second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get all high and mighty over there. By the way, we're going to knock you down a peg here. Uh, Matt Barr says, sweet reception, Scott. Pay your cricket mobile bill. Um, so there you go. Sweet burn on that one there. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Matt Barr is the worst. <laughs> uh, all right, so this story is absolutely bananas. Horrible move, right? This is going to fail completely. If they do it, which we know it's just a, a ploy just to try to get stadium money. Like that's, this is the, the least, uh, covert way to try to get your city to pay for a new stadium. I mean, it's just that, or they're just trying to test the waters in Tampa. If people in Tampa are like, oh darn. And Montreal fans are like, yes, come back. And then they just make the move and they don't even do the half and half. Oh, so or, you're saying this is just a, it could be, it could just be for fans per se, or it could be if the fans want them to stay, then they leverage it for, new fields in tampa mm. but yeah. I, I mean i just really think it's just them saying <laughs> nobody in tampa wants us people in montreal would be excited if we came back okay yeah for about a season and then montreal bails yeah. again <laughs> well here's here's the problem it's been a disaster in tampa bay for the past few years and it, it, it's obviously been a failed experiment because in tampa bay the the yankees have you know put their foothold in there forever for their spring training. And a lot of other uh, teams have, you know, spring training facilities down there. So they're fans of other teams. So it was a, a failed experiment from the get-go. But then you're trying to tell me that you're going to go up to Montreal where it failed once and where they had a really great fan base. But if you watch the uh, Montreal Expos documentary, which I'm probably the only one who did on MLB Network, they had <laughs> yeah. a really crazy they, they had a really crazy fandom and it was really great. But they expressed their love and, and their excitement for the team when they were on the way out. And so while it might be great to go back up there and, and Mike's for a year, uh, maybe two, they'll be really excited. But how excited can a, a, a fan base really get if they're getting a, a team from another city? And ironically enough, being here in D.C., I thought about it when I was driving past the, the National Stadium. I'm like, Jesus there, there's a team that they got from Montreal, and somehow they, they've made a foothold. But I made the drive to Baltimore, and I remember thinking when um, the, the argument was from Baltimore when Washington was first coming was, well, they can't have a team there because that's our boundary and they're only an hour away. <laughs> and I thought they actually had a really good gripe because Baltimore being right up the road, and, and having the, the team there for a long time made it so that it was actually a fan of baseball here was rooting for the Orioles, and, and there was no way that they were ever really going to fall in love for Washington. And they've gotten lucky because they had all those first-round picks and they kind of panned out, but Harper has left, and I can see it where all of these guys are going to start to leave. This, this city is going to fall the same fate as any other team that has gotten a, or any other city that has gotten a team where it's just like, Hey, here, have this. Cause we don't really want it. So there's no reason to put another team in Montreal. If you're just going to export them from Tampa Bay. Is that just a baseball thing? Cause I feel like other sports, when a team relocates to the city, they, they pretty much embrace it. And it, like, maybe not LA with the NFL with, you know, that whole move that, that may be a failed thing, but I feel like, uh, yeah, I feel like Baltimore really took in the Ravens 
and, and really supported that team when the when the Browns moved to Baltimore. Um, I feel like Oklahoma City really embraced the the Thunder uh, when they, they moved from Seattle uh, in the NBA. So I, is that just a baseball thing that fan bases are like, man, eh, we don't give a shit about this team coming from another city. Like, give us our own. Well, yeah, especially when you're talking about look at look at the two teams that left. Montreal was completely in shambles, so they moved to DC, and it was just, oh, hey, we're super excited. We got this baseball team. We don't care about the quality. And now Montreal not having a team. Hey, we don't care about the quality of the team. We just want a team to to play in the city. And they're getting Tampa Bay, which you know they've been on the the super money ball train forever. Like I said, and while we've been talking, I thought of the the name of the player, and I didn't have to look it up. It's Blake Snell who won the AL Cy Young. Nice, but <laughs> you're right, Joe. This... What's that? Joe said it. Joe Joe had that one right. I had Snell. Oh, did he? Okay, good. Well, good for Joe because he's an <laughs> AL fan, so he should know. Anyway, By the way, Scott, uh, don't so move. Stay right where you are because your reception is finally good. So stay right where you are. Don't move. Okay, cool. I'm right, not good. moving. I'm frozen. <laughs> uh, so they're getting another team. He moved. Like, God damn it, okay, Scott. This is another t- <laughs> I didn't move. I'm just, I'm just kidding. God. Oh, okay, cool. Well, they're getting another team that nobody really wants. And so it's like, well, how long is this sustainable? I mean, and in baseball and so many markets is very unsustainable in general. I just don't understand how this is going to work long term or even short term. It's like, hey, we're we're just kind of you know, I know this is overused, but they really are shifting the deck chairs on the Titanic because baseball is sinking. They're like, hey, let's try it in this other city with this team that's already failed. It'll work, probably not. Yeah, definitely not. All right, you mentioned Baltimore. Let's talk real quick about a uh, a former Baltimore player who made some headlines this week, Manny Machado. Uh, I want to know who's the bigger bitch in this situation. <laughs> Manny Machado for going crazy, throwing his bat against the backstop, arguing a call, or the umpires who issued a statement talking about safety in the workplace and then tweeting it out with 12 different hashtags to really drive the point home. Who is the bigger bitch? <laughs> well, definitely the bigger bitch is uh, the umpires, but that's only because they haven't figured out how to use Twitter. They're totally <laughs> old man with it, which is exactly how you would expect uh, the, the umpire Twitter uh, feed to be. But I was confused because Manny went off. He, you know, he did his whole thing, and I thought it was nuts. But didn't the umpires originally come out and say, eh, we didn't? They Manny, it's just like it's the rules that are set up that way, and so like, yeah, we're upset for safety and all that, but we weren't necessarily mad at his anger. It's just that's how everything. Well, they is, were and they were upset they were because kind of rolling with it. They were upset because he supposedly struck the umpire. Like that's the the cardinal rule. It's like you can't touch the umpire, uh, and and, so, and that's what he actually got suspended for, okay, and and what he's appealing because he was like, I never touched him. Uh, but that's where the actual suspension came from was because he actually struck the umpire. Uh, it, it was quote aggressively arguing and making contact with umpire. Uh, so that's where the suspension okay. came from. Well, see, I, I missed that part, but that was another thing I was thinking on the drive to Baltimore was, so Manny Machado, you know, forces the trade to the Dodgers. He gets on a team that competes, they go to the World Series, and, you know, he's actually in the bright lights. 
and he played pretty well, right? Well, then everybody thought, including us, I even remember making the comment, and we, we talked about it, where it was like, hey, Manny Machado decided he was going to take all the money and play for a team that was garbage, whatever. Well, it, it never really dawned on me. He played for a team that was so garbage for most of his time there that that never really affected him. So the fact that he decided to sign with a team that he knew was probably going to be garbage, but, you know, he took the money and then decided to go with this outrage and anger. Like, bro, it's got to be one or the other. Either you really care and you want to win and you want to, you know, get, get to meaningful games. So, you know, we're throwing the bet and doing all that actually means something. Or you sign with the team that paid you the most money and, Hey, well, that that was a blown call, but I'm just going to go uh, sit in the dugout, and it is what it is, because you know what? These guys suck, but I'm still making 300 million. So, Manny, <laughs> you got to still... figure out which which one is it going to be. You, you can't have it both ways. I'm still cashing them checks. I like that, Manny. That, that's my kind of player right there, just like, eh, don't and give a fuck. That's the, that's the... <laughs> That's the one that I'm fully fine with. If Manny was just like, hey, you know what? You guys, you go out there and do what you do. Uh, it's me. And, uh, hey, you know, we got a couple other guys. We're all right. But for the most part, you guys are going to suck on most nights. And I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to jog to first. But I'm still getting paid. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that. But you you can't then throw bats and do all that other stuff and pretend like you care because it's completely transparent. All right, Scott, uh, one more thing, and then we'll let you get back to the family and get back to vacation, man. Um, last baseball. I don't want to. I'm sitting there drinking natter days during this whole thing, so do what it do. Of course you are. <laughs> yeah, my, hey, look, my, my wife hasn't yelled at me yet, so we can keep talking until I get that knock on the door that says, hey, you should really come down here. Uh, all right. Well, this is our last baseball topic. Uh, then we were going to talk a lot of basketball and we know you don't give a shit about basketball. So no, uh, I do because I'm really curious about everything that happened this week and you know how pissed I am about that Lakers trade, but go ahead. Well, yeah. So first off though, like warriors and eight. <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you got it. You got it misconstrued because it has to be an odd number. So warriors and nine. Warriors and nine. <laughs> got you. Scott just yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see what what had happened was is I miscalculated how many the Warriors would need. I also didn't expect everybody and their mama to get injured. And where it literally <laughs> Kevin Durant's mama is the one who's making statements for him. Jesus Christ! So I, I meant Warriors nine, but it's cool. It's cool. They'll they'll still play. <laughs> Scott just going the way my brother used to play paper scissors rocks. Like best three Wait, out of five? Rock, paper, scissors. Paper, scissors, rocks. Rock, paper, no, scissors. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. Rock, it's paper, paper dude, scissors, rocks. You are wrong again. It is rock, rock, paper, scissors. This is like you pronouncing fruit. Get it right, dude. It's rock, paper, scissors. It's paper, scissors, rock. It's fine. It's fine. We won't fight this right now. We will save this rock, for next paper, week. Scissors. Man. I understand that like the the actual tournament that they show on ESPN is the rock, paper, scissors championship. I get it. Because that's correct. It's paper, scissors, rocks. They're wrong. The the the, the, the the just just what? Shut your mouth. They wrong. Shut your mouth. You're they, trying to go into all mouth. of eternal history to prove yourself right and you're wrong, but it's it's rock, paper, scissors now and forever. Anyways, anyway. so that's exactly how Scott is is but, handling but this. Like, the yeah, same way my have, brother played. Do you have anything in defense for 
Well, hang on. Let's save that for basketball. Let's save that for basketball. One last baseball topic. Leaving. We could. If he gets in trouble, we'll we'll get him. Uh, Matt Carpenter this week, uh, which fuck the Cardinals. But Matt Carpenter beat the shift by bunting to the left side and ended up with the stand up double. Finally, somebody does what everybody has been complaining about since the shift became a thing, where everybody's like. Why don't you just bunt it? There's just nobody over there. Bunt it over there. And Matt Carpenter probably could have raced the pitcher and beat him to third. Like, there's a very real he would possibility. would have had to run through the pitcher. Mm, okay. See ya. Sorry, pitch. <laughs> you Get want the train tracks? The train's coming. <laughs> Choo-choo, motherfucker. I'm coming for you. Uh, but, <laughs> but he beats the shift. Stand-up double. Um, do you think this, like, now teams and now players are going to be like, Oh, wait, it can happen. Somebody actually was able to do it. Maybe I should practice bunting, not Max Scherzer. <laughs> yeah, well, Max Scherzer there. should take everything seriously. But you know what? If, if you could go up the very next... I think we lost Scott again. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> lost him again. <laughs> Scott, it was great uh, to hear from you. Hey, Scott, thank you for joining. <laughs> enjoy Have fun your, in Baltimore. Enjoy your vacation. Uh, enjoy DC. it. <laughs> uh, Scotty K Later, underscore buddy. junior on Twitter. Uh, he'll be back next week, and we can rib him about the uh, the Warriors losing. I'm fine waiting for that, for his defense until next week. So we can just see it all on camera. Yeah, because you got to see his face really try to salvage his right. ridiculous choice there. Uh, well, I'll, I'll ask you then, Joe. Do you think guys are going to start bunting to beat the shift now? Now that now that Carpenter showed, look, it can be done. We can do this. I think the big thing, too. So, so the thing you're asking is you're asking all the big power hitters to not swing the bat for home runs and to go. Because that's really the only people that are getting the big shift right. are the big guys that yep. can just, I'm hitting it. This way and this way only. Every single time I make contact, it's going over there. So you're asking Aaron Judge to take like the bat out of Aaron Judge's hand and say, bunt. Okay, but it, these guys aren't hitting a home run every single time, right? I mean, they, I, I understand that point of view, and that's what everybody says is you can't ask these guys to bunt because it, it handicaps them and they're not going to hit home runs. Would you rather your guy ground out to a fifth infield or oh, the no, right I'm hand saying, side? I'm saying they should do it. I've been double. I've, it's a double. Like it's an I've automatic been, double. I've been on board with how hard is it just to hit it? You are professional baseball players to where you are only getting praise for being twenty five to thirty percent good at your job. Just <laughs> hit it the other way. It's not that hard. You can make you it. are a professional for a reason. Just hit it the other way. You can be a Hall of Famer just by bunting against the shift. Just do it. Because <laughs> you're gonna go And then and then once you do it, they're not gonna have the big shift again because you're gonna bunt and it. And then you swing away. And then bam, here we go. And it that's what and I think that's what the point comes down to is yes, you take the bat out of that big hitter's hand but you only have to do it once, maybe twice in a game because then there, nobody is going to keep shifting if you are going to bunt it for a double every single time you're up. Like, right. It's not going to happen. And then I guess this, and, and if you really think about it, the shift only occurs when there's nobody on base. So that's the other thing is if you really want to beat the shift, get people on ahead of these guys. And if, if there's nobody on base, cool, bunt it, get your double, hang out, and and next time up, hope somebody's on base or... Let him shift back because you just hit it. You just got a double on a bunt. You would hope. 
it's crazy to me that these guys just don't do and i always i always hear guys that are like well they just don't practice bunting why the fuck not just why are it. you not practicing what, what that you, everybody knows how to swing and hit dingers like just <laughs> do the other thing coach kent murphy hates this part of the podcast right here you never bunt never bunt <laughs> when it makes sense and you can get a double Right. That's what's, that's what's the craziest part to me is like you have an, an opportunity to get on base there for your team. There are literally no people position. on that side of the field. There's not a single person standing over there. Just hit it over there. I, and, and if you have to bunt it to get it over there, then you bunt it to get it over there. Right. But, and that's the other thing is like, why aren't these dudes able to just slap one to that side? So why are that's you? That's what I've been saying for you are a professional who gets praised for being 25 to 30% at half your job, right? Like it's not even your full job that you get praised being twenty five percent good at. It's half your job <laughs> that you're getting praised at being twenty five percent good at. Not your full time job. Half of your job you get praised for being twenty five percent good at. Hit it over to the other side of the field. <laughs> I've never heard somebody break it down that way, but I love the statistical breakdown of fifty percent of their job. That's why I'm so frustrated with <laughs> baseball because people are just so stubborn and they won't do. They want to say, "Oh, the analytics says to do this." No, just <laughs> use your common sense and hit it over the other side. What did the analytics say to bunt? Because I've watched Moneyball where no, Billy the Bean would says, say, "Let Aaron Judge hit a home run." Because he can score. No, but Billy Bean always says in Moneyball, uh, Brad Pitt said, yeah, if the that, if that the opponent's thinking... giving you uh, an, an out, just take it. So if they're giving you the opportunity to just bunt it to the left side, take it. Right. Right? But you're only, but big league teams only ask the pitchers to bunt nowadays. And that's why pitchers should be outlawed. Mm. Back to the DH is awesome. Okay. Mm. Scott just said, I'm laughing hysterically. I failed. Matt says, take a drink. I don't even know if I have a shot glass down here. This might just have to be. I mean, it, I am. I, I had no filter today. It's been, it's been. It was a tough one for you. And we're going to hit that drop for you right now while you take that shot. Okay, that sounds good. Just, you know. If I can... Oh, it's it so bad. <laughs> yep, that's me, the motherfucker of the week for, um, yeah, for laughing too hard and for flipping the flag tonight. I apologize. I was just super into that Phil Mickelson story. Phil, yeah, just happens. Lots of good baseball talk today. Uh, really glad that Scott was able to call in so that we can talk some baseball because. Woo. <laughs> Let's talk some basketball, Joe. This is, I mean, this Scott being gone fell on the absolute perfect day. For me. For you. Because you get all of the NBA talk. You are the NBA guy on the show. Me and Scott are just like, eh, it's basketball. Those are, that's, that's a game. No, he just takes Warriors. <laughs> uh, warriors. Doesn't matter what, uh, Warriors. Doesn't matter because Warriors. Doesn't matter because Warriors. And this year proved that it does matter what you do. Even if that one superstar player is, may only stay in your town for one year, this is why you get hype about the offseason trades because that one player can win you a championship. Okay, but. Let's let's back this up. And I I know everybody's saying you can't take it away from Toronto what they did. They you know they had a great season and blah blah blah. If Durant doesn't blow out his Achilles, if Clay Thompson doesn't tear his ACL, if Warriors, Kyrie Irving doesn't get hit hurt the first year, if yeah, low, fair enough, that's a good point. No, then, that's a good then, point. Then that's they could have won back to back. You're, that's a very you know? good point, and I will a hundred percent give you that. As a matter of fact, at the time I said. Actually, it wasn't at the time. It was the next year when Kyrie and Love were there, and it was like, see, oh, if that didn't happen, they could have. It would have been a great series, <laughs> right? Uh, but 
with these warriors going down, uh, I mean, doesn't taint it at all. No, it's not not that it taints it, just that. Do you really think the Raptors would have won? Well, everybody was saying everybody was saying that the Warriors were better without Kevin Durant, anyways, because mm. all the stats were like they had only lost no. two games. He Warriors, didn't play in. Warriors fans were saying that because they were they know he's. They were like they were like the they, they were like, like we we don't need him. They were like oh it's the old Warriors again where we have Iguodala, Curry, and Draymond and Clay, and they know how to play basketball without Durant. So they're going to be great without him. Scott says Warriors in 11. <laughs> but even like those first before Clay got hurt or whatever, I mean, the Raptors were winning. They had won them. Yeah, but the, but Durant wasn't playing. So? Durant but, wasn't there. I'm saying Warriors at full strength. Warriors with, with their entire lineup, with their four superstars, they... It at least goes seven. It, it probably would have. It probably would have. And in that case, I'm going to give the edge to the team who's been to the finals 20 years in a row versus that, the team that that's never be been the there. That would smart bet. Yeah. But and I would have made it. I would have gotten it. That would have, I would have finally broken the curse. Here's why I'm pissed about this whole thing. It's just because the Drake curse is now not as strong as the Burlon curse. That's why I'm uh, really pissed yeah, about the, this. The, Drake the Burlon curse, curse is worse. Broke. Yeah, Drake curse is over. It's broken. He, he got it. He's all pumped. He, even though everybody's pointing to the tattoos and saying, no, he had Durant and Steph Curry tattoos. Damn right uh, about that. Matt says, uh, fantastic English here. Cricket Wireless. Oh, he's talking to Scott. Uh, Scott says, Raptors have title his year like Barry has the home run title. Oh, I get it. He's saying uh, that, that the asterisk. It's an asterisk season. I mean, so then the first Warriors title is an asterisk season? The one with uh, where Love and Kyrie were out? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd put an asterisk on that one. But nobody is. Asterix. Asterix? Asterix. But nobody, but nobody, nobody cares does. about... Nobody right. does, right. Well, it's, it's, because it's Cleveland sport. was the lovable losers at that time. But it's sport. You have to deal with injuries. Yes, it's more prevalent in <laughs> basketball where you only have five people playing on the floor, where in football you could have next man up, next man up, next man up forever with basketball it's just five people but you have to it's that's sport you have to no, deal I understand with understand that i understand that but uh, when it comes to the warriors it's like you have four superstars and then you have uh they Booby. still should have won yeah, if you think about it they still but they lost to so they had two stats on about the raptors not a single person was taken in the draft lottery yeah on their team so the highest pick was Kawhi Leonard, and he was 15th. Draft lottery is top 10 picks. Right, right. That's where they do the ping pong. And, it, and really, like, after the top five, it's like, meh, good luck, because right. this guy's probably going to be shit. And the other one was uh, that... Nah, I forget what the other one was. but mm, Good job. But, but <laughs> they didn't have a single person taken in the top... Kawhi Leonard is the highest person ever taken on their team at, at 15, 15th overall. Yeah. So they it wasn't like they were built of superstars. They had a lot of free agents, a lot of undrafted people um, that were on their team, and they still won. You know, And you could make the case that the Warriors probably still should have won, even like everybody was doing. They blew through the Rockets, who are a mess right now. And I think that was the most surprising thing to me was – the Warriors didn't have Durant for for the Western Conference Finals. Like he was gone pretty much that whole series. Uh, and 
they were they still won that series pretty handily, and everybody was talking about how the Western Conference is heads and shoulders above everybody in the East, and the Raptors were able to come in, and as soon as Clay's gone, that's it. That was the the one that broke the camel's back. Whereas the Warriors just dominated without. Kevin Durant the series before. So it it almost like there was this whole facade that the West was so much better than the East. And really the the Raptors were a surprise. And the biggest thing that people were saying was, well, then he went down and the Raptors were able to go a box and one against Curry and they were just locking Curry off. You could have did the same thing to the Raptors and just locked off Kawhi. And then you were dealing with like Fred Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry, uh, Mark Saul. You know, right, like, right. Like you would have had lesser players than your players, even still. Yeah. With Iguodala and Draymond Green and all those guys, and it would have been like, why didn't you guys run the box and one then? Because <laughs> that's not what we do in Golden State. That's not how we do it. Then you don't win. Uh, also, uh, kind of ironic that both the Stanley Cup last week's Would You Rather that we did not mention on the show at three points last week's Would You Rather of Would You Rather Win on your home court or on the away court. Both the uh, Stanley Cup and the NBA Finals won on the opposing team's uh, yes. facility, uh, which, by the way, it was overwhelming majority. Everybody wanted to win at home, which yeah. I think I think that's wrong. Yeah, I mean, no, you get depends to on if in. you're a petty person, you know. Yeah, and I'm super petty, not as petty as Scott, but I'm pretty petty, and I think winning it on the court, giving everybody the bird, feeling pretty good about myself, I, you know, and then celebrating in their locker room. <laughs> that's the best. Champagne in their locker room, yeah. making it smell. Like, and then, and then you get home from the plane, and everybody's outside waiting for you. Right, for the plane exactly. And, and then you get the parade afterwards, and you get to throw up on yourself. It's an extra and, day of celebration, right? Basically. It is, and that's why winning it, and and. The next season, because they always like, especially in the NBA, like that'll be the the Christmas Day matchup will be the Warriors versus the Raptors because uh, you know. Well, it depends on if Kawhi leaves. Mm, that's Kawhi a good leaves, point. yeah. Kawhi there, leaves, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good point. They won't match that one up, but it's always good to like come but you, back. But you know that Lakers will be prime time. Mm, they'll definitely be prime time. Now that they got AD, <laughs> they'll definitely be prime time, and Scott will be stewing the whole time, mad at the Lakers. Scott already chimed in and said. Uh, that the Lakers are his motherfucker of the week. Uh, wife is going to divorce me if I don't go help with the boys soon. I got new beer from Maryland coming for the show. You guys have held it down without me, and I miss you. Be back next week. Peace. Cheers, Scott. Uh, thank you for calling in. Thank you for chiming in. Don't get yourself in trouble. Uh, we love you, man. We'll see you next week. Um, but uh, oh, So that's what I was going to say real quick. The best would be going back to, although I guess it doesn't matter because the Warriors aren't going to be at Oracle next year. Nope. They lost. Uh, they lost their final two games at home, and one was for a championship. I kind of like that. Right? That's but, a great thing. But I would love the ability to go back, like you're playing an away game, and just be like, hey, is, is that champagne still on the locker so, room? So like the, all the trash yeah. talk? Oh, it's so good. So that was the thing. They, they lost the first one, and then they got game six back, and everybody was like, they are not going to lose this last one at home. They are not going to lose this No, last I thought for sure home. it was going seven until Clay. And hurt. then you got all the pressure. They have to win this one. It wasn't they weren't going to lose. It's they have to win. Right. Like that whole mindset changed when it's like, oh, no, they really do have to win or else they lose everything. Right. Well, and it, it was crazy because as we were listening, Scott and I were listening in the car on the way home from three points last week. And I was like, this is a good game, but I, I still think the Warriors are going to pull this out. And then we got back here, started unloading everything. And I realized Clay got hurt. And I was like, this is over. This this is done. That was it. They were out. And uh, and. Good for the Raptors, I guess. Fucking Drake. That's what kills me about this whole thing. That's why I'm so mad about the whole thing is Drake. Uh, but moving on to the next season, uh, draft in full swing. Any surprises so far, Joe, uh, Joe as you're following this draft? 
No, not really. It's pretty pretty standard. Um, not really as many trades as people were expecting. Everything got done before the draft. Like last year during the draft, we had Luka Doncic and Trey Young switch switch hats basically mm. on stage last year to where nothing's really happened. Everybody's had their trades locked in before this draft. Their pieces moved. Anthony Davis, Lakers, all that kind of stuff is pretty much set in stone. Uh, nothing's really happened where it's like, oh, you have to swap a hat like right now. Yeah. Uh, you had a tweet, and I don't know if it was a drunken tweet or uh, if you really do believe this, but uh, Greg from Sports Dance actually called you out on it, tagged uh, freezing cold takes on this one. You said Zion Williamson will not be good in the NBA. I, I, don't, I, so I don't think he'll be great. Is what I said. Okay. He won't All be right. great. Won't be great. Okay. Sorry for sorry for the the uh, mix up there. It's going to take him about his whole rookie contract was like four or five years to really grow into his body and understand the NBA, especially playing in New Orleans where he doesn't have any help. He's not like people expect him. He's to, got Lonzo. He's got help. People expect he got Lonzo, him baby. to come in and take over games. I don't think he's there yet. To where his style of basketball transitions well into the M- into this era of the NBA. So if he doesn't, will we ever see another guy? Because Le- LeBron was the last guy that it, when now, he got drafted, it was like this guy is going to make an immediate impact and is going to be one of the best players in the league right now. To make an immediate impact in today's NBA, you have to be able to stretch the floor. Zion can't really shoot the ball that well. He didn't do it against college people. He's not going to get even the amount of time he had in college to take shots. Lonzo teach him how to shoot. So Lonzo doesn't even have time for himself. It takes (laughs) him an hour to get a shot up. But now it's going to be like you have to be a a crazy point guard or shooting guard to come in and take over games like Trey Young did or Luka Doncic, where it's like you can do everything by yourself and you don't need space. Like you create your own spacing. Yeah. Zion can't really create his own spacing unless it's across somebody. But he's a going freak, to. man. I mean, yeah, dude's he's 6'8", 285. He's an NFL tight end. He's 6'8", 285, but he's not creating his own space in a step-back way. You he can create to, space by just bowling people over and drawing, getting the block. But that's not what they're asking him to play. <laughs> they're not asking him to play the center position. They're not asking him to be Shaq or Anthony Davis. They're asking him to be LeBron, mm. where he can't shoot like LeBron. And LeBron's not even that great of a shooter to begin with, you know. He had to work at it for like ten years till my he got to Miami, <laughs> to where he was like consistently making shots where he could finally shoot. And he didn't need to then because he had Ray Allen and Dwayne Wade. Uh, Matt Barr brings up a great point. He said Zion would have dominated the NBA right away if he was drafted in two thousand two. And I think that's, that's your what point is the the league has changed dramatically since that time when LeBron was such an impact player when he came out right, in 2003. Like, right now, everybody's able to stay in front of people easier instead of like getting blown away and driven past. Now you have to be able to create your own stop, shot in a step-back way. In a travel way, a la James Harden. You got you to gotta travel in order to take right. a shot. Otherwise, people <laughs> are so good at condensing to stopping dunks or layups, and they're willing you know, to take some fouls or whatever and it's just not his game right now it's going to take him a couple years to be able to be comfortable in a step back turn around shooter and it's going to take a while it's just going to take lonzo that's all it's going to take is lonzo really being the guy to could be could just be (laughs) lonzo's gonna they're gonna turn into lob city you know 
Lonzo's <laughs> terrible shot. Zion picks it up <laughs> off the backboard. Oh, that wasn't an alley oop. That was your actual shot. <laughs> oh, you My shot bad. that one. Oh, oh wow. Oh, well, saved you. Saved there you. The, you got the, the assist on that one. Yeah. You got the assist there, buddy. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk the other big trade news that isn't trade news yet, but it could potentially be trade news. And that's uh, Chris Paul, James Harden, and that beef in Houston. Uh, actually, Skip Bayless got exposed for uh, quoting a, a troll tweet. Uh, it was a parody account on Twitter where somebody said that James Harden left practices because Chris Paul made fun of his man boobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Skip Bayless ran with that. What a goddamn uh, idiot. He is so stupid. People just don't get trolls in, in Twitter. Like... <laughs> they just don't get it. I think Skip Bayless probably tweeted back at the guy with a knife emoji. He's at like, the, I, he tagged on, at the got me. He tagged the real OJ in a in a tweet with a if, knife. If emoji. you're in his position and you get got like that, do you just own it and be like, dang, you got me, or do you go after that person like? Stop tweeting fake things. I act like it's it never happened. I completely disregard. I I'm just you forget it, so everybody else forgets. Yep, it. Yep, I don't I don't bring it up ever again. When somebody asks me about it, what are you talking about? What I said? What now? Oh, I, see, I was I just get into a stream of consciousness. I don't even know what I'm saying. Sometimes it. Uh, I may have said that. Uh, mm, I don't know, but I didn't. I don't remember. I don't remember. Like you know that. that like quick brown fox. Like I'm already on. <laughs> like I, I, I'm saying fox, but in my head I'm still at brown. You know, <laughs> words just come out faster than I can think about them. You know. Yeah, there is no way I'm admitting to falling for a troll tweet on that. It happened one time to me where I shared an article. Uh, I think it was something where um, somebody yeah, wrote. Yeah, we instantly doomed you. No, this was like even before, like somebody wrote an article that said that, um, uh, the governor in Louisiana maybe was outlawing Guinness for something. It was like a gay pride thing. And I, I immediately was like, F this guy. This is stupid. And somebody's like, Hey, that's a satire. And I was like, son of a bitch. That's the onion. That's when I was just like, delete what happened. Who said what now? I don't know. Uh, huh? Guinness huh? is good. Huh? I like Guinness. What are you talking about? Um, <laughs> but anyways, Chris Paul, James Harden, do you think, Somebody gets moved there, or do you think that uh, they are pretty much uh, it is what it is in, in that, and they're going to have to because Chris Paul's contract is garbage. Nobody wants that contract, and if you're Houston, you don't want to get rid of Harden. That's your guy. So right, you so can't really do anything. The Rockets are basically stuck, and Daryl Morey's like, you guys just have to work it out. Like nobody wants to pay Chris Paul 125 million or whatever for the four more years that he has left on it. So. It's just you guys have to work it out because you guys are stuck together for a couple more years at least. Stop talking about man boobs and just get over it. Just do it. <laughs> and so, and then there's like the reports like Chris Paul went on Instagram comments and, and was like, he tagged like at James Harden. Oh, we're beefing, I guess. Yeah, I love that Chris Paul's trying to like oh, play this oh, off. Oh, I guess I'm like, getting traded and I should hate you. Right, right. He's trying to play it and it's all because nobody wants him. But like, if you go into Instagram comments, like it's our, the writings on the wall, right? If you have to go defend yourself in Instagram <laughs> comments, the writings on the wall to where it's like, oh, this is real. Like you guys hate each other. I do love this banana idea. Banana boat of, no more. <laughs> no, that banana boat has sailed away. That is Mm-mm. long gone. Uh, the only people that will make that trade is says LeBron says, 
make this trade. That's what I okay, so that's the only one that I would say, but they can't make the trade because they can't afford Chris Paul's contract. They don't understand money. <laughs> Rob Palinka does not understand money, people. This dude, the, if he had waited like 3 days and made the Anthony Davis trade, would have been fine, but because he made the trade when he did, the Lakers now have salary cap issues. They can't sign another max player, but instead uh, they're trying to unload contracts just to make unload room. contracts, and they're going to ask Anthony Davis to waive all of his five million trade incentive kicker, <laughs> which is he's, fine. He's going to get paid. He'll make that up in Space Jam too. That's fine. Yeah, LeBron is guaranteeing that that's going to happen. Probably, probably. You, his, I mean, his, his agent's going to get it back. Can we him. talk about that for a second? Space Jam Two. Uh, they they who the rumored the who the rumored people yeah, are. So you got. Uh, you got Anthony Davis, obviously. Clay Thompson is supposed to be in this. Dame Lillard. That's a good. I was pretty pumped when I saw Dame because everybody is really high on Dame, especially right. after the big meme after his his ice cold shot from right, way right. deep last uh, in the playoffs. Uh, Diana Taurasi is going to be in it. That's pretty uh, cool. They've got some WNBA players coming. So Space Jam Two. Yeah, yeah. We uh, on board with this yet? Are we on board yet? I don't. I don't think I'm on board yet. No. How are they going to do this? Because you can't do the same. If they try and do the same plot, like it can't work, right? LeBron's got to be a bad guy. Like LeBron has to be a bad guy in this one. I think the the movie, rather than LeBron tries to save. LeBron's MJ. Right. Rather than LeBron being MJ, LeBron is recruited by the aliens to steal the powers. And now the tunes everyone squad. else has to beat lebron and yes and the monsters and lebron takes the l because and that's his way of being like uh yeah i am embracing this villain role except he won't ever do that oh yeah it's he his will movie he'll totally do that it's are you kidding movie. me lebron is he the, is the savior lebron is the dude that totally embraced the heel role when he went to miami he loves being the heel lebron would love this this is right up his alley being the villain in this movie you really think so? Yes. I, that's the only way this movie works. That's the only way this well, movie that's works. The only, yeah, that's the only way it works, but is it going to happen? No way. It's got to. Who's the bad guy? Like, what are the... I mean, it, so it's the same movie, just I mean, with it, different it, it's players? Just, it's just the Monstars want their revenge. So they get the NBA players in, and it's like, we want Jordan, and LeBron's like, I'm better than Jordan. And they're like, well, bring it on then, and that's yeah. the movie? Yeah. <sighs> They just come back for revenge and they steal different players. How many how many LeBron is better than Jordan jokes are they going to cram into this one? They could do a lot. It's got to be all of them, right? Like it's they have to keep so, talking it's gonna be, it's about gonna go, it. It's a straight-to-DVD thing. It's got to be a straight-to-DVD thing. Uh, Matt says Space Jam 2 is going to be awful. LeBron isn't as likable as MJ. I would disagree. I think LeBron is a very likable guy. Um, it's just that... LeBron fans aren't likable, and that's what makes him unlikable. I think him as a person, I mean, all the good that he's done in Akron, he is a, a really likable dude. He's a, a good guy, but the fans that are constantly saying he's yeah, better tough. than MJ is tough. is tough to deal with. Um, and then he says LeBron signs up to lose. No way. I'm telling you, that's the only way to make this movie work. That's the only way is if LeBron's a villain. Maybe. And then it's like, Damn, Space Jam 2 went Whoa, there. What a twist. What a plot <laughs> twist. We just ruined. Did we just spoil their movie? I think we spoiled Space Jam 2. Sorry, LeBron. Do we need hush money? We do. Well, all right. Uh, we, we, we can, you guys can copy strike. If you give us huff, <laughs> you can copy strike this. You guys want to give us I will delete a this, mill. I will delete this whole episode if Disney wants to pay up. A mill. We'll take I a mill. I guess it's Warner Brothers. It's not Disney, right? It'd be Warner Brothers. Yeah, it'd be Toon Warner Squad. Brothers. Yeah. 
Uh, Depending, I don't know if they've bought them out yet. Who knows? <laughs> Disney owns everybody. I think Disney owns our show, and we don't even know it. That could be. Uh, <laughs> Wait, why are we getting paid? Uh, because that's how it works with Disney. Where oh. it's all slave labor. Damn. You didn't know that. Anyways, let's talk uh, free agency. Uh, we wanted to do this real quick here tonight. Uh, there are a host of free agents coming up this year. Lots of guys that are are coming up in their free agency. Uh, some guys that have opted out that were kind of a shock. Uh, people weren't ready for Al Horford to opt out of the Celtics and turn that place into a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> Boston. Uh, <laughs> Boston. Anyways, we wanted to go through. We're going to put our predictions in. You guys can go ahead and put your money down based on this discussion. We're going to go through some of the big names in free agency. Joe, I want you to tell me. Who you think they're going to end up with, I'll tell you where they really will end up, and then we'll go from there. Okay, so we'll, first name on the list. I'm gonna start with, oh, you want to start up at the top or down at the bottom? Up at the top. We'll, we'll build up. We'll build up to the bigger names. Harrison Barnes, first um, one on the list. Where's Harrison Barnes end up? Uh, so the Knicks are probably going to get shut out by every single big team, so he'll probably go to New York because they'll pay him money. Mm. I think Harrison Barnes ends up in L.A. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, think about it. LeBron. Small contract? Uh, yeah, he's he's gonna make it work. Uh, LeBron, AD, Harrison Barnes, and Kuzma could be a it's nice, a pretty solid lineup right could, there. Could, that stretch for stretch three shooter, you know, you really know. solid right there. I think that would work out pretty well for LA. So I'm gonna say Harrison Barnes, to LA, book it. Next name, Al Horford. Where do you think Al Horford goes after leaving Boston? Wow, this is a tough one because I don't really know. I don't really know with him, but. I think he also goes to the Knicks when wow. the Knicks get shut out. Yeah. So you got so they just drafted Barrett, so they'll have mm-hmm. Barrett, uh Horford and uh Harrison Barnes on yeah. that team. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not that's not a bad uh choice. I think Horford goes to the Lakers. That's where I think he ends up. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, LeBron, AD, Kuzma, Barnes, Horford there's your starting five right there, right? Like that's a and oh, that's, that's a, a solid starting. That's five. That's a good squad. That's who's, a five. Who's beating that? Nobody's beating that. You squad. never know. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody's beating that squad. Next up, the guy that I have hated since freshman year of college, JJ Redick. Uh, ever since I drove down to Atlanta and watched JJ Redick beat Xavier in the Elite Eight. Uh, yeah, that was great. That son of a bitch. That's great. Uh, JJ Redick, where's he end up? JJ Redick resigns in Philadelphia. Oh, so he just, was it a player option that he opted out or was he just, it? His contract just had to Okay, it, I didn't know. Okay. And they just didn't work contract contract extension during the season. Do you, there's nobody that they'd want to like upgrade from J.J. Redick at Philadelphia. No, no, so I Philly wants him. Yeah. He's a good stretch player. He was a great stretch player for them this year. I think J.J. Redick goes to the Lakers. Uh, I really think that that's, uh, that's a very real possibility. If you think about it, LeBron, A.D., Kuzma, Harrison Barnes, Al Horford, JJ Redick. I mean, that's a solid. You got Redick coming off the bench. That's like that's, big shot Bob Orgy right there. That's the I mean, that's a solid six man on that Lakers squad. And I mean, nobody's beating Ray that, Allen right? again. Nobody's beating that. That uh, JJ Redick on the Lakers All-Stars. with the rest of those guys. That's All Stars. Uh, shut it down. Next up, uh, one Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. So the, the Phillies, uh, Phillies, <laughs> baseball. Sorry. The Sixers have like all of these guys that are doing like Butler, Reddick, uh, all they're going to be left with if those guys leave, all they have then is 
Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid. Come up with Ben Simmons. God damn it. I knew Embiid, but I, I was trying to think of Ben Simmons. Anyways, where's Jimmy Butler end up? So I also believe he re-signs with the 76ers. So I, the Sixers keep the project together. Yeah, I think they do. I, th- I think that he wants to stay there. He liked the team. He liked some things could change a little bit, but I think he re-signs there as well, and they make a push in the East again. Matt Barr says Jimmy Butler to the Clippers, which is becoming like a popular destination for for a lot of guys. They're all mentioning the Clippers, and they all want to go to the Clippers. I think Jimmy Butler goes to the Lakers because that's the – I mean, once all these other guys start signing, Jimmy Butler to the Lakers is a a guarantee, right? LeBron, AD, Kuzma, Harrison Barnes, uh, Al Horford, J.J. Redick, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler and J.J. Redick already have that team chemistry. Add that to the new – you need, like, some guys with team chemistry to build around at the Lakers. And, you, you know, you got LeBron and AD are friends. Redick and Butler were teammates. And, uh, you know, it's just going to gel really nicely. Yeah, and Solid he just squad. gets them all paid under the table on the outside. Everybody's don't, doing, don't worry about what the what the NBA thinks. Everybody's doing you. Space Jam 2. That's I all it is. You. Like, you come play for the Lakers – we got you through Space Jam 2. Don't even worry about it. Uh, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be okay. Next up on our list of crazy free agents, Kemba Walker. Man says he wants to stay in Charlotte, so I'm going to believe him. I think he's going to stay in Charlotte. Kemba Walker goes to the Lakers because I just wow. feel like that team, when all of these guys start signing, wow. Kemba Walker is the way to go. Like that's, Of course he's going to go to that team. Why not? Next up, Kyrie Irving. Also leaving the dumpster fire that is the Boston Celtics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Uh, so I think he'll, he will go to the Nets. He did sign with Jay-Z's, uh, agency last week. We talked about that. Uh, so Brooklyn is a likely landing spot and shutting out the Knicks again until you consider Kyrie to the Lakers. And I think that's where Kyrie ends up as he goes to the Lakers because let's face it, he wants to play with LeBron again. He realizes he He can't be the man. He He can't be the man. He's got to be with LeBron. That's it's LeBron and Kyrie. He needs that. And that lineup, you throw Kyrie in there. Forget about it. Two whole benches. I mean, you got two full squads. We're going to have a Lakers A squad, a Lakers B squad. Like when you had too many players in grade school, you had to like, everybody was too good. Right. It was like, Oh great! A. We got we got St. Luke's B today. Right. Oh crap! You got the purple and, and right. the gold. Exactly. That's a, you got Lakers purple or Lakers gold today. <laughs> Clay Thompson, where's Clay end up? So I think that he resigns with Golden State. Mm. I think that's a good after choice. his injury, and they said they're going to offer him the max deal. I don't know if anywhere else is going to give him that max because of an injury, and he's going to be out till Christmas, which they probably still could. Uh, but I think he wants to stay with there with Golden State with Steph. He likes yeah. that. He likes it with them. It's uh, I mean, it's definitely solid. Like that's uh, yeah, it's a good choice. Makes um, sense. I think he does stay in California. But he goes to the Lakers. I think Clay is going to go to the Lakers. I mean, seriously, Clay on that lineup. Like, can you? Are you serious? LeBron, AD, Kuzma. All of those other guys in Clay, come on, that's you can't beat that. How do you not Title sign town. up for that team? Title town. Like, I mean, he's going to drop everything and go right to the Lakers. Kawhi Leonard, where's Kawhi end up? Well, does Toronto woo him some more? Mm. Does he get wooed? There could be some wooage. No, he goes to the Clippers. Mm, the Clippers. He, he gets he gets them their title. He wins a title in the East, and he goes to the Clippers. I think he does go to L.A. 
But Kawhi goes to the Lakers because, I mean, how are you going to resist it? Kawhi on the Lakers. That's where it's destiny at this point. Finally, Kevin Durant, who won't be playing next year, uh, no. where, does, where does Durant end up? Well, it all depends on if you believe the rumors that nobody likes him in Golden State. <laughs> that literally I they don't care. <laughs> they don't care about him. <laughs> but what was proven was they really do need him now. He literally changed their whole style of basketball. But I'm going to throw a kicker. He's going to sign back with Golden State just to rehab and then get traded. So the sign and trade. The, he's going to leave the, the sign and trade. They're going to keep him. He's going to stay for a whole year, get rehabbed by all the people that he's known for the past couple years, and then they trade him next offseason. I'm going to also agree it's a sign and trade. Uh, everybody's saying sign and trade to the Knicks, and he ends up in, in New York. Um, I think Kevin Durant does do a sign and trade. So next year rehabs with golden state year after that lakers i mean that's the only place for him that's the only place you can go so then out of all the people that just went there who's going to golden state for kevin durant uh let's go put this pick in now it's none of them it's all it's like whatever there's kuzma they're giving away kuzma and Kyrie. uh no you're not gonna give away kuzma and Kyrie because that's like nucleus of this monstars team you're gonna give away like jj and jimmy butler no, you're not getting away. First of all, I'm not giving away two guys for Kevin Durant. He's got a torn Achilles. I don't know if he's ever going to be the same. You're going to get like some dude on the bench that never takes off his warm-ups. That's who you're getting for Kevin Durant. Oh, Caruso. Yeah, that guy. He's who cares about him? We got Kuzma and we got JJ Redick. I don't give a shit about Robinson Caruso or whatever you just said. <laughs> was so stupid. So Mike's got them all going to the Lakers. <laughs> Everybody's going to the Lakers. Because why uh, not? Yeah, we didn't get a chance at all to talk about the PLL. I was really excited to talk about lacrosse with you because white guy stuff. Uh, and we didn't get a chance to talk about bare knuckle boxing. There's a bare knuckle boxing yeah. pay-per-view this week. Go watch that pay-per-view, people. It is a bloody sport, and it is Dude. awesome. And and this week, Artem Lobov and uh, Paulium Mal- Maglagiani. Mag- Mal- yeah, I don't know who you wrote those names on. I don't know. Who okay, they you are. don't know who those guys are. So Artem Lo- uh, Artem is the guy that trained with Connor. He is the reason. Oh, is, he, is he the one that got kicked out or whatever for hitting too hard and sparring? No, that's oh. Pauly. That's the other guy oh. that trained with Connor. So that's why this this fight is so awesome. Artem was was in Connor's team in the Ultimate Fighter, and then he's the reason him and uh, Habib got into a fight, and that's why Connor came and threw the dolly through the bus was because uh, Habib and and Artem got into it. But Artem's like one of Connor's boys is in the stable, uh, and then Pauly was the one who got into the the fight with sparring when Connor was training for Floyd Mayweather. So this fight wow. is like the Connor McGregor bout, and I can't wait to see it. Plus, it's bare knuckle. Mm, Artem about to fuck that dude up. We'll see. Artem won his first bare knuckle match. Uh, just bloodied up. It was beautiful. This is Pauly's first. <laughs> He's gonna lose this one. Uh, there's your bare knuckle boxing update. Let's get into consumer candidate brought to you. As always, by More Labs. Uh, More Labs is amazing. I will be drinking some of this tonight because I'm already feeling a little bit of a buzz. Uh, so all you got to do, drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying. Bounce back quickly the next morning. Guaranteed. Go to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS at checkout. 20% off your non-subscription purchase. Joe, tell them about Tavor. Uh, Consuming a can is also brought to you by Tavor. Just download the Tavor app and now and use the code 258023. On the payments on the credit screen before placing your first order, and you'll get $10 off your second. Stock up your beer fridge today with Tavor. Joe, you killed these reads today, man. 
You absolutely you know killed it. And you got that radio voice. It was pretty. Uh, this week, we are drinking Blood Orange IPA from Tommy Knocker Brewing in uh, Colorado. Joe, consume it or can it? I don't know if it was just the batch we got or what, but I would say consume because I would drink it again to try it again. But if I never drank this ever again, then I don't think I'd be at a loss. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. There's like the slightest hint of orange flavor. Not enough. I've had the blood orange IPA from Moreline that, that they did More, for, and for the, FC Cincinnati. There's that one. And then my favorite is the the blood orange psychopathy from mad tree mm, that's yeah. really good that's a good that's a good one this one just doesn't have enough orange flavor for didn't, me didn't hit the notes i think what it did though that orange cut the hoppy flavor but they even advertise that it's not as much bitterness in the hops and they've got a, a good malt to balance it out so i, I, I was expecting the malt. more orange. i got the malt yeah it just was kind of disappointing i'm i'm gonna can this one um only because it didn't deliver on what it said yeah and like i said i would consume it just because i would like to try it maybe fresher or off draft but if i never drank it again then i'd be okay yeah yeah i that's and that's why i'm right on board with you on that one that's why i would can this one consumer Canada brought to you by more labs and tavor robert taylor shocked that i was giving analysis on the bare knuckle uh pay-per-view and matt wants to know if the uh pay-per-view payments go towards the cte treatments that's valid. No, valid. You, you know what you're signing up for. <laughs> like, you know what you're signing up. You're bare-knuckle boxing. You know what you're signing up for. Dude, if you have not seen the pictures that Artem put up after his last bare-knuckle fight, it was the grossest thing I have ever seen, and I loved it. And I was hooked. I was like, this is the greatest sport ever. All boxing should be bare-knuckle boxing from now on, and boxing would not die. Boxing is dying a slow, painful death. Would not die if they did bare-knuckle boxing. Let's get into our Would You Rather for this week. This week's Would You Rather question. Oh, I was going to read it. Go for it. Please do, because I, I haven't voted yet. In light of the story today, Tampa Bay looking into playing half their games in Montreal, we want to know, you as fans, would you rather have your team fully away, just leave, don't be doing this half-in, half-out thing, or would you be okay with them being a part-time team where it's like, yeah, they can be here for half the year and then the other half of the year they can be somewhere else. Maybe I'll go watch them in that other destination. Don't matter to me. Half and half or As long just as I leave. get to see them. As long as I get to see them, I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, I, that is not me. I am saying if you're going to flirt with it, you want to you wanna get out half the time, get out all the time. Don't give a shit. Uh, as Robert Taylor uh, put it so eloquently, um, ain't no such thing as halfway crooks so get out how'd they vote um well i'm trying to update it but it won't just refresh i got it you want me to get it oh i got it i got it Okay. all right cool america voted 77 percent say just leave go away that's the way to do it that's the way to do it right uh that's uh, i think everybody else is right by the way twitter results even more lopsided 92 percent said just get out Everybody on Twitter was like, F these fools. <laughs> Let's get OJ after these motherfuckers. <laughs> Give him a knife. Uh, Joe, cheers to you, man, for sitting in, doing your thing, breaking down this NBA talk because you were going to talk a lot this episode anyways, but without Scott here, you stepped up. You killed it, man. So uh, good work, man. Thank you for uh, – Thanks. You did You I did great. I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to next week when you go back to just like, uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Good. Rude. It's good. <laughs>
Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the show. We really appreciate you. Uh, shout out to 12 Ounce Sports Radio as well. Uh, look for us as a replay uh, coming up on there. Uh, everybody, be sure to follow the show at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scott K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Berlin. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Text the Drunk Line whenever you want. Four four zero thirty seven Drunk. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.